welcome folks to this week's edition of Talking Dairy City, ahead uh, of another massive European tie. Uh, I'm joined with Kevin McLaughlin. He's back in the Dairy Journal office. Back in the office. I don't know. I give my key back to you. I don't know how to get on. Maybe you're not allowed to be here, but... Say nothing, say nothing. They've stuck us on the cupboard. They have. They have stuck us on the cupboard, like, to be fair. Well, obviously, the main talking point is about the match in Kazakhstan. They uh, travelled yesterday, long old trip out there. A couple of stops in Budapest and Tbilisi and, and finally landed there. It was late last night, wasn't it, Kev? Like, so. just, just looking at the sort of scanner and whatever, and you see where the flight was. I think they might have been a delay in Budapest and stuff like that. And you just sort of sitting there going, God, that's not what you need when these no. long journey flights. Like, you just want it to be go smoothly. And uh-huh. to, be fair, to be fair to Ray Higgins, he was right. Like, Derry City players, coaching staff, Every one of them don't know how lucky they yeah. have been with it. We haven't felt we've already been able to get charter flights because I, I looked at trying to go out and I looked at the price alone, which you're talking a couple of grand, and you're talking 19, 18, 19 hours with five or six hours stopovers. It was just absolutely insane. So credit to Philip and credit the club, Baird and Tony and all that, organising that. That, that that's a big big player for them to be honest with you. Like time and it has been and it's been like we we were out in the Pharaohs on the on the charter, you made your own way to fund them, but the, in, in the Pharaohs it was just the like Pharaohs, clockwork, wasn't uh, it? Like it's just a dream and mm. we did praise the club that time, mm. we got off the bus, handed a ticket and the, and going home we were all stood on the mm. bus and stood on the plane and back at City there and you were just like going this is the dream. Uh, well the, the Kazakhstan is a bit different than the Pharaohs no. it was another fifteen minutes flight. This uh, is like the two stops. I actually met Ben Doherty over in Curry's the, the day before they, they went, and he was buying a, I don't know, it was a Nintendo Switch or something for the on-flight <laughs> entertainment. But <laughs> he was up for the long haul, like so. Uh, but fair play, and they all, they got there and uh, and began preparations now for for the match against Tobo on Thursday. But um, in terms of like we we met, I think Philip Doherty was actually on the flight initially, wasn't it? Then they had to give up a seat because they had to downsize it. I think it was something to do with I think maybe the flight, the the actual charter, might be still the same sort of amount of seats, but because of the cargo and all the stuff that they're bringing with them, Mm. they had to downsize people, and people just couldn't go. And to be fair to Philip, he says, right, well, look, I'll not go. And a few others and a few directors had to get that phone call too, like so. Look, it's just it's just the way it is. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. It's, it's not like you know we easy jet flight. We can just get that, and we get, yeah. it's very difficult to get charters. As you know, we we talked about the, the European campaign. Crusaders thought they had won, and they were giving their fans That's great sweet. deals. And then, oh, sorry, we can't get a charter. So they're not that right. easy to they come back. And the priority is just getting the team out there in time. Uh, but uh, is is there a stipulation then from? Because I wasn't sure about this, I was trying to figure out from the, the third round on it, the, the, the clubs involved have they have a charter flight just to ensure, or is that, is that not true? You know, I, about that I, I don't know about that. Like, uh, in terms of costs and stuff like that, I know you get subsidized slightly for your travel, especially for, for excursions out there. Kazakhstan. You know, so um, it would just be interesting to know if, if, it, if it's a, a prerequisite of, of being on the, 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 the final stages of the, the qualifying rounds, you know. Yeah, I know UEFA, you know, they'd be delighted they have the likes of Derry City and, and the team from the Faroe Islands that are now on the, they're on the same stage and they're also in the Champions the League. Uh, you know, so, the, you know, these clubs aren't expected to be here. Like. No, well, that's what, but that's what this third tier European t- competition's about. Having yeah. teams like giving them a chance of, of making some money and, and advancing in Europe, like which we'd never had a chance at the, if it, when it was down to just the Europa League and, and the Champions League. It's very, well, Shamrock Rovers don't dock, say it otherwise, but I mean, like it's very few and far between those yeah, occasions. Like, right, so, uh, but no, I don't, I don't think it is a stipulation hmm. that, uh, you know, how's your pitch, how's your stadium, and by the way, do you have a charter? No, I don't think yeah. that's like, yeah, <laughs> well, that. Well, um, folks, we, we actually have. Uh, I would say there's very few Derry City fans that have made their, their their way out there to Kazakhstan. Like you know, I think only only four percent of of Kazakhstan's in Europe. So I stand corrected if, if I'm wrong, but that, they shouldn't. Be. <laughs> it's a whole a whole domestic international incident has now just occurred in Derry Journal office. UEFA and everything actually revoked no press passing on the anywhere now. Simon calls. Well, regardless, they're out there, and and one Derry City fan made made the trip. Uh, fair play to him, a friend of yours, Kev. Uh, um, Stevie Bart, he, he, he's teaching and uh, teacher in Moscow, so uh, he made the, the trip across uh, or up, 
or down or left or right. I, I don't know. Like, but he, he basically he doesn't have an eighteen-hour journey. Basically, type There's of thing. Uh, exactly. So he doesn't need an eighteen-hour journey, but a two-hour journey. And uh, no, look, he, he he's over there, and it was great that we we managed to get him uh, on a Zoom call. They sort of early. Well, I suppose it's, it's late afternoon for them there mm. now, but he sort of shall we say just up and sort of going to go out and sort of. Suss the place out and see what it's like. Uh, but well, here's here's Stevie now having a wee chat and we'll hear his thoughts. Well, folks, we're joined by Stephen Barrett, Derry City fan, who's one of the very few, shall we say, uh, Derry fans of the Southern Kazakhstan. And uh, Stevie, you made your trip from Moscow. That's where you're at at the moment teaching. So, how was the trip first of all across? Um, grand trip. Just left the house at twelve o'clock this morning. Uh, overnight flight. And the Kazakhstan, two and a half hours. So not long at all. Straight into the airport, taxi, straight into the flat and get a wee sleep. Because it's absolutely knackered. But overall, pretty good. It's a, it's a hell of a commitment, Stephen. Like, obviously, you you're come from Moscow, so it makes that wee bit easier like travel. But what what's, obviously, you haven't been to Kazakhstan before. So what was your initial impressions of the place? Can you give us a wee idea of, of your surroundings there? Um, I just a very Soviet town. Um, obviously, it's, it's not one of the main cities like Almaty and Astana. It's um, not as developed as as such. Um, airport still in development, very small, very run down, let's say. And um, however, when I came in, it was teeming down with rain, so it wasn't the greatest impression ever. But um, I'll head out now after. After this, have a bite to eat and just have a wander around, and then plenty of time tomorrow before the match to explore a wee bit and see how it is. And I know Stevie haven't been in the bar with Patters uh, after the club's first game. You were looking at flights in and thinking about you no know, Kazakhstan and whatever else. Did you in your sort of wildest dream think that night I am actually going to be in Kazakhstan a couple of weeks later? Uh, no, not really, like because you know. You're relying on two results, not just your own. Um, I think the Basel Tobel result was a big one, obviously, as a more reputable team. And then, of course, Derry going away and getting that result too. Um, so, no, it was probably quite low down on the expectations of what would happen this week. Um, as I was aiming for a nice few rest before work starts on Monday, but now it's a big bonus to come and, you know, you have to do it when the opportunity presents itself. How long have you been out in, in Moscow, Stephen? You know, in, in, in terms of getting back and getting to see Derry City as well, too. You know, I'm sure that's very uh, far, few and far between. You know, those occasions, like so, it makes these these kind of matches so special for you personally. I'm sure. Ah, uh, that's right. I mean, this is just the start of my ninth year now in Moscow, so I've you know, been there quite a while. Um, Actually makes this trip much easier as well because you can converse with the people a little bit easier. Um, even just this morning, I would be, I'd be interested in see some dairy heads come out here with nothing and just seeing how they get on. It'd be interesting, <laughs> but still. Um, but I don't get the many matches, of course. Like you know, summers are the main ones. Um, but you know, depending on how the fixtures lie and a lack of European matches and. In many years, you, know, you don't see as many as what you possibly could, especially this year has been much, much uh, <laughs> much different. But um, that's great to get this summer, you know, so many games happening, the atmosphere in the stadiums, both home and away, you know, it's it's a real bonus to return to your hometown and see, see such wonderful things happening with a football club. And obviously, Stevie, you were on the, the Pharaohs too, lad, so it, like, you know, these European matches, this is this is sort of your 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 niche. You, you love these European matches. Remote places in the world. <laughs> uh, well, but that that's what I mean. You know, like you have to kind of take your opportunities when they they're not around as often as what you know most people have. So, um, you know, those summer European games, whilst it's kind of the the glamour fixtures and such. You know, for the likes of myself who live abroad, it's just. It's just about getting their game as much as it is having a having a travel. As um, you know, so regardless of where it is and what it is, it's just nice to get football in and um, seeing Derry do well. So, uh, hope it continues next summer as well. <laughs> well, that decision they actually right, I'm going to go and 
go and see this match? Like, what? How how did you just decide, or was it was was it after a, a, those few pints that they that they that they, yeah. <laughs> they help you in pattern? <laughs> um, well, like you know, it's I I, I doubt you're going to be here very often, especially you know, as I said, not in a very um, main part of Kazakhstan. It's you know, I, I was actually quite surprised there was a flight even from Moscow to go direct here. So, uh, and even the times and the days worked out very well. There's only a flight on Wednesday and only a flight back on a Friday, maybe one at the weekend, but nothing Monday, nothing Tuesday, nothing Thursday. So it worked out absolutely perfectly. So, you know, why not go and why not just experience it? I'm sure it'll be uh, a bit of a ride tomorrow night. So looking forward to it. And I know uh, whenever you were sort of doing your cooking, uh, so we say you being Stevie and usual madness, uh, there was a wee bit of a, a mistake in the surname. Would that be right? Am I right in hearing that? Uh, that's right. So um, when I was on the phone to Kev McDade, I was asking him, you know, did, does he have any confirmation about whether it's a Wednesday or a Thursday? Because that might have, you know, changed the, the flight routine. But as I said, there's only a flight on the Wednesday and only a flight Friday, so you have to book that one. So I decided to book it straight away as soon as I could, just in case prices went up and whatever, you know, because loads of people in there were searching for that flight. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I booked it in the Bonai and the cinema was just when Oppenheimer was just about to start. So it was like, obviously a bit, you know, not trying to distract people with my phone, so it was kind of like, Hiding it, trying to type in my name, whatever. I spelt my name wrong. Uh, <laughs> so, only discovered it yesterday. I had to go down to the Airflot office and get it changed. But no, no bother in the end, but just a wee bit of a scare. Especially didn't want to be stuck here in Kazakhstan before. <laughs> uh, so, lucky. Well, as you said, like you don't expect too many or Derry City fans to be there. I know, I know there might be one or two out there, like you know. But uh, have you, in terms of your network in there and and we we all are fans and and different fans groups, is is there anybody you're going to meet up with or anybody you know that's going to be out there? Uh no plans as yet. Then we'll just see if for I know there's obviously some people come with the the team in that. Um, but as I said, have bar been... there, Stevie? Is there? there must be an Irish bar. <laughs> I don't... I'm not sure. I, to be honest, I haven't really looked. I wouldn't. Well, maybe today, just because I'm here by myself, I might venture in if there is one. But normally, something I wouldn't wouldn't bother me. But uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see. Um, I'm sure I'll see somebody around again. Just you know, probably people walking around if there are a couple more heads here. But I'm sure there's probably not as well. <laughs> I know that a few of the coaching staff are, are out walking about this morning or this afternoon. There, uh, time wise, obviously everything's different. But uh, I got a phone or I got a photograph from a few of the coaching staff that were out out sort of sightseeing. And you're right, the weather doesn't look like a boy needed shorts and t-shirt weather anyway at the moment. And maybe it's brightened up now, but the photograph doesn't look that bright. I, I'm sure it's it's all right now actually to be fair. But tomorrow's supposed to be much better, so. Um, it'll be nice weather for the match, but I, uh, if there's anybody walking about, they'll be doing it now, not earlier. Anyway, <laughs> in, in terms of like, uh, we heard Rory Higgins saying about them trying to stay in their own time zone and stuff. Steve, I'm not sure if you've obviously been been a man who travels the uh, the the far distances. Obviously, they they Moscow and Russia and stuff. How how is that possible? Because I always. Uh, I find that intriguing in terms of you know having your breakfast the same times that you do over here, all the meals, keeping them the same. But is it possible they do in terms of uh, you know, prepare for a match as well? Do you think? Um, I mean, I don't know the intricacies of it and preparing for a match. Like, I mean, uh, unfortunately, I never had no. the European away <laughs> match myself as a player, like, um, but. I mean, I, I was actually even mistaken the day when we landed. They said it was um, three hours ahead of Moscow, and I thought it was only two. So, I mean, that, that's a five-hour difference from home then. That's a lot. Mm. Um, so credit to them if they're sorting that out and getting the players well-prepared for it because it's, it's not easy, like, and especially when you've got such a long journey that they had. Like, um, so, so if... If they if they can do that, credit them for sorting it out, getting the players prepared. Uh, 
Right. Uh, no, I'm just thinking if obviously if they get past this, it'll be an historic achievement for the club to get under the playoffs. Um, you know, potentially a, a Czech Republic team or the Maltese team awaits for the in, in the next round. So, um, it would be be fantastic. But you going back? They work now next week, is it, Stephen? Is this could this be the last European trip, or you be making sure that if there if there's any more fixtures uh, for this season, you'll be there. I would say this would be the last one, regardless of work and stuff, you know, the transport possibilities and flights um, from Moscow are quite limited in terms of, you know, the financial feasibility as well as the logistical. So I'd say this is the last one. That's why this one's quite quite a, a bonus to get there because it is so easy. So now that would be the last, but hopefully uh, plenty of other people can get over and uh, get the numbers up for the next one, if it happens. That's exactly it. And something tells me you and Mr. Mallon and Mr. Henderson may be back if there's a league title to be won or, or an FAI Cup final. Someone tells me they could be a wee, I'm not going to say sicky, but time off from school, shall we say? Uh, we've never done that. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, never done that this year. It's more, it's more professional than you, Kev. Uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> But no, well, look, Stevie, that's brilliant there, mate. Cheers for, for coming on. And now you'll be glad you can go out and get something to eat. So thanks for that, mate, again. And uh, good luck. Enjoy the tomorrow. Hopefully we get a wee result and uh, we're all looking ahead the, the next weekend and see where we're going. Aye, hopefully. Well, fingers crossed. Um, As I said to, to Malin last week, actually, I said he's he always says, you know, it's a hope that kills you. You know, have that hope and then... Hopefully that gets you through. Um, can't see why not. So let's see. Brilliant, Brilliant. cheers, lad. So I always say it's a, it's a big commitment, even though he is, um, you know, not too far away in Moscow. But it's like as he says, like a five-hour uh, time difference, you know. So it's it's a it's a um, pretty costly, I'm sure. But uh, great, it's going to be great memories for him. Some obviously he doesn't get to the games too often, like so. It's it's nice when you, when it's on your doorstep, so to speak. Well, that's something, you know, he, he's been the, uh, the Pharaohs too, we discussed that. Like, uh, so for European matches, and and even for, for, for the likes of him that's out there, any dairy match now, it, it, it is special for them because mm. you're back to see old friends. In this case, you're going out there and you're not going to be many out there. You know, you're going to have obviously a few directors, like of Bert uh, Martin's out there and Dodie and whatever else. You know, but they're not real. They're not going to have many fans. I know there was not many in, in Finland, but Finland, it was really good. There was like 20, 25 fans mm. and everybody just mixed in. Uh, Stevie's not going to have that. He's not going to have that 25-odd fans. Like, so, but no, look, as he says, it's it's great that the, the city is sort of on the map because of the football club and, and he's he's more than happy to be getting a few games. All right, and it's just that, like, obviously, like we were speaking to Barry Higgins in the build-up there too and it's a historic achievement getting past Coops in, in the last round. You know, they equaled that, that third round. That's a, it's the furthest the, the club has gone in Europe. And, and they'll be a step away now from creating their own history and, and uh, becoming the first, the, 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 the furthest that the NLR Derry team has gone by reaching the playoffs, which, according to the they really hasn't beyond them. They, they go out there with, with real hope and, and belief that they can, uh, they can get a result out there and bring it back to... They looks like Tala Stadium potentially ones are part, but more likely Tala, you know. But um, it's that that's what what sort of struck me in the in the, the second round tie against the uh, Coops was the belief that the, the whole team had and the manager had, and, and that's that's growing growing confidence because of that result and and, and how they, they got themselves there because they were the better team over the two legs against Coops, weren't they? Oh, they were surely, and you're right about that belief because mm-hmm. that the day of the Coops game. Uh, myself and Dermot and I were just up walking around the, the wee square in Coops and the, and the sun was shining and we met Jordan Maganuff and Keane Kavanagh mm. and just what's the crack boys what do you think of it now and it was Keane Kavanagh was just emphatic we're going through and we're going to win that was exactly what he said to me and I went I love the confidence right. that's, that's, that's brilliant like and see to be honest he, I think he was he should have he been right in both points obviously he was right with it going through but I think you should have won out in Coops. I think, yeah. you know, they were a far better team. Uh, the amount of injuries to the key players of Patrick got off and Cameron Donegan got off, and you're thinking, oh, no. But Diallo was immense when he came on, not just his goal, mm-hmm. but he set up to Mickey Duffy, his whole round game. And we alluded to it in the press conference too, saying to him about the bench. 
the bench over the two ties against Coops, McMullen, mm-hmm. Keane Cavan himself, and Diallo over the two legs played massive parts. Yeah. Like him. Diallo was enforced because of Fats injury, yeah. but he, he did. You're right. He, he, he had stepped a up. Like, aye, so it's it's it's. Yeah. Uh, but you're right about that belief in the comments. That that's the thing that blew me away. I was just so impressed that Keane was just on the zone of. We're going to want him, we're going through. Aye, and that's coming from the manager, you would think, as well, too. So we'll, we'll hear from Murray Higgins but, but before they, they jetted off there on uh, on Tuesday. Like, But but as as we were speaking, there, he, he, did, he did have that belief. Why, why not go and create history? This is what I have to say. Aye, it's, a, it's a long journey ahead, but what I would say is that uh, Philip and, and the club have been absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant the way that we've been able to travel. Um, we're very, very lucky to have uh, the support that we have here and um, it could have been a lot worse had we not been able to have our own aeroplane. Uh, so I just want to thank Philip and the club for the way that they've they've looked after us as a group of players and staff and um it is a long journey, but as I said, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. Obviously, Rory, the, the you know the standard he's probably like, you know, knocking out Basel on the last round. You know it was going to be a tough one to say the least. Aye, and when you get into uh, anyone that was could be bothered to listen to me before the first game against um, Torshavn, and you would be difficult. You seen Klagsvik, the top team in the Faroes. We're still in the Champions League, the third round of the Champions League. So, um, uh, there's no honestly, there's really not. There's no them days are gone. Um, we had a tight first round, we had a really tight second round, and and but I expect this. Uh, I know they're favourites, but um, I think that we can we can we can cause an upset. I really do. I believe in, in the players and what they're about, and, and and the group of players that we have. And um, there's no reason why we can't be ambitious and and uh, try and get ourselves into the next round. But there's obviously we have to go there. As as, as I said, it's it's a long journey, but they have to come here as well. It's uh, and that's that's the nature of the beast. And um, but uh, we want to go through the tie. It is going to be a case, as you say, it won't be difficult, yes, but the players, the confidence that they're showing in the last number of weeks, particularly in Europe too, they're going to get a full of confidence. Aye, and, and, and so they should. Um, like, we've we've knocked out a, a team with outstanding European pedigree coups. They've finished internationals in their squad. Uh, a lot of highly rated young players um, as well and and uh, we've beat them out and deservedly uh, we've put them out sorry and deservedly put them out we were the better team over the two legs without a shadow of a doubt it's not like we we beat them and and it was sort of touch and go we beat them and and should have beat them by more um, so our players have shown that the, the the capacity and the capabilities they reach really high levels and we'll need them to do that again. In terms of their danger men like and their, their strengths really because I think they've got a, a Serbian Ukrainian international there too, Kazakhstan international so uh, they're, they're, they're not bad. Either like uh, <laughs> uh, they're their uh, front three are, are, are real threats, real threats. Um they're good players, uh but suited Coops and and um, and I'm sure they'll be watching us over the last couple of games and 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 not too excited about playing against some of our players either. Um, it's true, like in the the, the Coops game especially, like two, over two legs, the strength from the the bench has been a real asset. To Aye, and and that's what we 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 cried out for for a number of months, and uh, you can see the benefits of that and. Um, the players deserve so much credit for the resilience that they've shown over the last number of months. Um, people talk about the last six weeks, our form has really improved. But um, we dug out a few results at times when when things are really difficult. Uh, away to Shelburne, drawn and Tolga, we were down to the bare bones. We got a man sent off. We came away with a point. Um, some people uh, and felt that they wanted to criticise that result and performance, but 
I actually thought that it was a, a it was a key moment in our season, and uh, and from then we've gone from strength to strength. It's very been a historic run, but it's a chance to sort of make another bit of history. Like and and goes further than any dairy city that's gone. Like uh, why not? Honestly, why not? We've players now. Uh, players who hadn't played in Europe have now played in Europe, uh, and we have players who have good experience in Europe as well. So. There's a good mix of players full of confidence. A lot of individual players playing at a really, really high level. And um, and there's no doubt about it to go through this tie. We're going to need a lot of them to be at a high level. And, and But again, we're confident. Uh, they're enjoying each other's company. And, and um, uh, it's going to be a real difficult place to go to. But you only live once and life's short. And... and these opportunities don't come around uh, all that often, so we have to give it a crack while we're there. Like we've got a lot of really talented individuals, and I think Europe gets their juices flowing and and, and gives them that uh, gives them a platform to really go and show people um, what they're capable of. I have no doubt that uh, obviously the, the timing's brilliant because I know Patrick and Dummigan have we knocks at the minute, but the timing's brilliant in terms of. The squad depth that we have, and and because it's been it's enabled as as we said there, the impact off the off the bench in the home game against Coops, uh, both games sorry Torshavn home and away Coops home and away, are are uh the impact of of our bench was absolutely outstanding, so the timing from that end is good. We haven't had it until recent weeks, so it's been fantastic. And the reception you got back at Eglinton, you know, you look at. The cup final was memorable, but two o'clock in the morning, a hundred fans down in Solidarity, someone else like to be fair. Aye, and, and, and I think when you sign, when like uh, players can look at it, when you try and sign players, like I remember speaking to, uh, just going over to meet Mark Conley and, and and speaking to a few players when when you try and sign them that aren't real, like obviously Patrick and Michael know what the club are about, the local lads all know what the club are about, but the lads aren't from here. And a, and a big selling point to them is our supporters and when things are going well, how much they drive it and how much they row on behind it and how much energy that they give the club and, and, and all those sorts of things. And it's all right saying it, but now they're seeing it. And um, I don't think there's many clubs around that that, that would have. I think it's, it's amazing it shows what the players are, are doing, the impact that it's having on, on our supporters in the city and uh, it's a special, special memories, special memories and, and uh, uh, hopefully we, we we can create more. In terms of the benefits for it as well, too, obviously the, the banks have got earlier, isn't it? So how do you prepare for that? We'll be staying in our own uh, time zone. Uh, we're not there for long enough to change, so we have to stay. I know it's plus five hours over there, but we will uh, be staying in our own time zone because it can get very messy if you don't. And just finally, just obviously, you mentioned about Tala as well too. That's it's something that shouldn't really be the case, has never. You, you know, the city should have a category three stadium, and the fact that you're doing so well in Europe now, you should it sort of bolsters that case, presses home the, the the need for it. I am not going to get. Uh, caught up in it, it's it's uh, it's above my pay grade, all that sort of stuff. But um, you would obviously it goes without saying. You've seen the impact that our supporters have have had in the Torshavn and the Cubs games here at the Brando, and ideally you would like to play it here. Uh, unfortunately, it's not going to be the case, and we make the best of 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 uh, of what we have to we have to do. There we are. There's a, the manager just before, as you say, they jetted off in the round the world trip to get the Kazakhstan, but we, we got him uh, at the presser. And you're right, he's talking about the, the belief, and yes, their front three are very threatening. Mm. But well, international, like, I was looking at Kazakhstan international. I know it's Kazakhstan, and they're not, you know, they're not world beaters, but they're still, when you have international experience, you're playing against top, top opposition, I'm, I'm sure. 
they have a a Serbian guy who has a couple of caps as well too. So, but I did say about those front three, which were uh, a bit a, a Big striker from Ivory Coast. Mm. He scored in both legs against Basel, uh, and the, and the goal at home against Basel was the crucial goal. It got them through, and they end up and finished two one. And when they lost at home to Basel, mm. but no, I I think like Rory sort of alluded to there too with him saying, listen. They're going to be looking at us. They've been looking at us against Coops and going here. Hold on a minute. There's a there's a few tasty players in the dairy side too. Hmm. Look, don't get me wrong. Uh, if if you can get that result, they bring it back. Then as you say, if it's Tala, if it's Wonder, more likely will be Tala. Hmm. Uh, but as of when we're recording the podcast, we haven't heard any confirmation on that yet. Hmm. But it's just a case of just keeping the tie tie alive. They they come back the second leg and then. And you just never know what'll happen. Like exactly. Like, um, in terms of the the, the return today, because it, everything depends. Depends right, how many fans can be bring down to Tala, or like obviously ones are parked it'll be um, a lot more because of, of just the logistics and the, and the price. But um, the, the the fact the fact that they can't play at the brand of us, like I I try to the maybe get a wee line out of Rory Higgins in the press conference he's having done it but now it's above his pay grade was what he would say there but um, you know it is, it is and I know the fans are, are up in arms about it it's a very thorny issue the brand of will and the size of Derry City um, you know the fact that they're they're doing so well in Europe is sort of presses the need for a stadium that sort of fits fits the needs of, of a, a team that can, can do well and it's the, because when a team goes so well in Europe we've seen it before when they went in European runs it's just it's not just for the, the, the club it's for the city it's for, for the whole uh, image of the city as well too there's, there's wonders for it so that needs to be sorted out and hopefully that this because of their success this year uh, that and predicted success for, for, for other years too um, that that sort of rams home with politicians and, and an executive and whoever else has has, uh, has got the power here, they they, they sort that out and, and um, improve the facilities at the brand of it. I look, see to be brutally honest, it's just an embarrassment. It is one hundred percent an embarrassment that you know the new brand they will that was mm. done up uh, for years ago with Mark Farnstein. Uh, like Mark McGinnis he had exactly. Uh, you know the, 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 the whole lot should have been just done and dusted then. You know the mm. two sides aren't fall down at the Mark Farnstein which they're going to be, so they tell us. They were bringing down the Glen Thorn stamp for decades, so it tells you it all. <laughs> so, but it is absolutely an embarrassment. I know Philip O'Doherty is trying to get maybe something behind the net. That yeah. might help you out for next season, a bit of terracing and a bit of, uh, a bit of seats too. So you could, you, could, you could have both, and that would work out for both then. Mm. Uh, but look, as I say, I, I just think it's it's embarrassing that the, the, the Derry can't be playing their, their, their matches at, at the Brandywell. Uh, and to be honest, it makes, look, I know we laugh and joke about it, but players really do say about how amazing it is. You know, yeah. Even last week, coming in after the club game, coming in, they sit at their airport okay, at well. 2 o'clock in the morning and yeah. there's 100 or 200 fans. Like, Paul McMullen was sort of going, I can't believe no, this. Like, and, this was just blown and, away. And I've already said that too, Like uh, when you asked a question, the presser, like uh, about that, um, you know, he uses that as a selling point for uh, bringing like players on from from the likes of Scotland people who obviously he mentioned Fats and Duffy all know what the club's about. But for those players, it's a selling point. For Mark Conley, it was a selling point, and and now they're seeing that uh, the fact that they can't have their home games there, and we're just sort of. We don't know what kind of crowd they expect for the return league until the result, and and there's a we expect confirmation of the the stadium very soon, like if not before this podcast goes out. But um, you know, it is you're right, that is embarrassing. Aye, well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like the, you go back at the the, the the cup final, we hit going back to the cup final, but the cup final showed mm. the club and the city in great light, and it showed you the the amount of families and and young children that were at that. That's the next generation. Hmm. So you need to keep that generation and, and the momentum going. You know, even if the European run ends at this stage, there's still so much to play for. You've yeah. every cup, you're still in the league title race. This this momentum has to keep going, not just about Europe. You have to ram it home to the, the councillors and the executive if it ever gets back up and run hmm. and say, listen, we need to, because this is just a start of something really special and something really big and, and the, the football club and the city. Well, uh, I think they say about politicians are great at jumping on bandwagons. Oh, they but, do uh, a bandwagon. They're not as good as us too. So maybe, maybe if they get a good result out here, they might, it might be a press on issue. Like, but in terms of 
you're, obviously I don't have to ask you like you spend most of your time up at Windsor Park but uh, <laughs> <laughs> where would your preference be because Tala is a fantastic stadium but on a Thursday night you know it's three three and a half hours down there um, and on a Thursday night and paying what potentially I don't know we don't know much of that is like £20 plus for, uh, for a ticket or yeah. so so and then obviously you know Shamrock Rovers are going to have to be uh, uh, you know they're they're going to Rent out their stadium for the city. Well, it's not really but... Rovers, it's, it's the Dublin Council area, you know well, what I mean? Uh, so, but, that, but say Rovers all have a wee bit of SA and so on, I I'm would sure say. they will. But, but I mean, like you would obviously rather have it Windsor Park. I think that AFA, I don't think there's any objections. There's nothing official confirmation from them saying that there would be any objections or Lumfield for that matter. But uh, I think just especially with that new road up to Belfast, it would be fantastic for fans. You would expect a, a huge crowd up well, if it was in the balance. If it's in the balance and it's at Wonder. I'm expecting close to 10,000 going mm. to Wonder. Like, and people may think you're absolutely deluded. It's a novelty of being at Wonder Party. By the time when you're going up that, you're going up over the, you say, the new road, people then, you know, children, families can get down, they're still off school, stuff we got there, they can have a late mm. night. Dublin's a completely different ballgame, even for yeah. parents. You're going to have to take a half day to get to Dublin. You're probably going to have to take a half day the next day. So you're going to take a full day off, to, mm. over two days, to, to go match and match. It's very, very difficult. Belfast is a different ball game. You could finish work at four, get up there, and be back down in the house by mm. twelve o'clock. Like you know what right. I mean. Uh, so, no, look, Windsor is what uh, is is what you would you would want. But uh, look, I think it's just the way things have been and trying to get it done now. It might be just a wee bit too short notice to, to try this. Mm. So it might be. I, I honestly think it will be Tala, but yeah. look, you can you can hope that it's Wonder. Well, it's all it's all hypothetical at yeah. this stage because at the, the the bottom line, it's with UEFA decision and uh, whether they consult with AFA, FAA, and uh, the two clubs. More likely, the the, the Kazakhstan club Tobol are are, are going to object it basically because it brings its own issues in terms of. Brexit coming in the, the Northern Ireland and visa issues. We've seen with Coops, the, the, the African players had difficulties with their visa. So if it comes down to you know uh, accommodating both clubs, you would think they will have an objection there. But it's probably, we don't know, I'm not too sure. I've asked UEFA for a statement on it, but um, it, it could basically be a case of you're asked at the start of the, the competition, what, what's your alternative uh, venue. venue for Category 3 if you can't stage those games? And, and there I've nominated Tala as far as I know, so maybe that's it. You know, well, this is of... like, I, I think the only thing is, I think years ago when you possibly might have nominated Wonder UEFA were not stuffing jurisdiction, no. mm-hmm. but since uh, the sort of incident in Ukraine with, with Russia, that, that that's all changed mm-hmm. now, you know, because obviously the Ukrainian teams are playing in Europe, they're not playing at home, they're playing in Poland, they're playing. So that that is where the, that actually might come in to help there and, and a benefit they, they possibly get to Belfast. But I, I honestly just think, as you alluded to, visas, accommodation, mm-hmm. flights booked on the Dublin, all that, uh, Tubman may have done that already. So that might be where the stumble block. But here, look, as I say, well, Maybe we may have to stop in this podcast. We'll probably get an email to say it's a wonder and this will be irrelevant. Uh, just ignore what we were talking about there, <laughs> folks, if that's the case. But uh, the, 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 one of the issues, too, is talk about you know uh, potential issues for the Tobo. But uh, I think it was, it was Rory Higgins pointed out there is that the fact that as much as it's a, a hundred traveling the whole way over there for them, coming back here, whether it's in Belfast or Dublin, it doesn't matter. It's, they're still going to be playing in terms of their time zones, it's, it's 1 o'clock in the morning or so, which is going to be uh, difficult for them, no matter if they come two or three days in advance. It's, it's going to be different day climate acclimatise and, and, and get ready for that. Well, that's so that's a big thing. all like, your advantages. Aye, Derry, like, they're kicking off at 3 o'clock Derry time. Mm. So that's a, you know, uh, that's, that's a wee buns of your, from aye. here. Like, it's different if you were kicking off out there at 1 o'clock in the morning. Dairy time. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, they're coming here, and as you say it doesn't matter how long. Unless they're coming for like a couple of weeks to try and acclimatize. They're not going to be because then you're just, you know, one o'clock. You're sort of let's let's start going to your bed. All oh, right, sorry, the referee's blew his whistle. It's a whole yeah, different ball game. Yeah. Like, well, that's that's let's see. But obviously, we just hope that that's going to be in the balance. Like, and whoever most people are going to be watching on the stream, like as well, to tomorrow, and um, you know, just just hope that they give a good account of themselves and. Uh, we don't know what the conditions of the pitch or anything else, but you can assume that it's going to be a pretty decent, decent stadium and pitch as well too. Um, 
just has to be in the balance. That we mentioned about their their quality from from the bench as well too. And that one guy who has made a huge impact from the bench is is, is uh, Paul McMullen. You know, so they set up uh, the first goal out there in Coops as well too. So you set up Hatching in the in the first leg against Coops at the Brandywell, and and we got speaking to him before they they jetted off as well too, and and. Amazingly, he's, he's since he come here, he was he was talking about you know Europe was one of the main reasons they signed because they don't get the, the, the often get the chance in, in in Scotland and England as well they play well more so in England they don't get the chance they play in Europe but um, he's actually played more European matches than domestic matches for for Derry City which is which is crazy but fantastic and he's enjoyed himself so we'll hear from him. <laughs> Must be absolutely delighted from the last leg just to get through that buzz, but it's it's back to business now and and, and doing the homework on this Kazakhstan crowd. So it's going to be it's another tough 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 ask. I definitely mm. it was it was a uh, it was great to get through. I was delighted them over, but it's now another time we want to see if we can get through that again. Yeah, it's obviously well. You see the game being called off gives you a wee bit more time for for preparation and that and analysis. What what have you made of them so far? They look like a good side. They obviously mm. they beat Basel in the last round who went to the semi final of this competition last year. So it's going to be tough. But like we think in our group that we can that we can go over there and do something and hopefully bring it bring it back. We we'll to play for coming back home. Yeah, and I suppose you've got obviously you're weary with different opposition and different players, but of the unknown going to Kazakhstan, isn't it? Uh, we touch well, like you say, we've watched them the last couple of days. We've got as much information as we can on them, and I'm sure over the next couple of days, while we go over there, we'll watch more and more, and we'll be as ready as we can be going out on the pitch on Thursday. I suppose the message is too not to change too much in terms of the way you've been playing because it's, it's got you through to this stage as well too, especially the, the impact that yourself has had and, and Michael and the other wing too, that that, uh, that approach has really caused uh, trouble for, for, for teams that you've met so far. Look, yeah. I, obviously the the staff will decide what approach we take for the game, what they think will do its best, you've just got to be ready, whether you're called upon for the start or called upon for the bench to make an impact and hopefully we can continue to keep making that impact. Yeah, obviously, you hadn't played in Europe until you came over here too. So, how, how has that experience been? Has it all been you? I know you're you're still trying to get up to your your top level of fitness, like having missed the pre season basically. You know, so how has it been for you? To come it's up? been great. I mean, I've not really seen much uh, much of Derry since I came over. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> Travelling here, there, and everywhere. But no, it's been great. This is why I came over here to go on a wee run like this, and like, I don't want it to stop in this round. Hopefully, we can keep going and and see what it takes us. Yeah, and and when you like we talk about like you changed the game against uh, um, you know the the against sorry coops, you know in the, in the first leg, the second leg as well had an equally great impact. Set up the, the first goal as well too. So you you must be thriving and getting real confidence from from your contribution alone. Ah, it's nice. To, it's nice to contribute, especially contribute directly to the score, setting goals up or whatever. It's, that's what you want to do as a forward player is to make that kind of impact and hopefully I can keep doing that. Yeah, the, the journey as we talked about there, you know, it's a, it's a long, arduous trip. Does that, and, and then obviously a different climate and you have to give time for that as well too. With such a short sort of turnaround to that, how, how do you deal with that as players and, and as a team? Yeah, to be fair, we're going out a couple of days before so it mm. gives you a wee bit of time to get mm. as used to it as you can but like, you've just got to to the best you can it's going to obviously be a lot warmer over there than what it has been that we've played anywhere else so you, you do your best and you try and adapt and hopefully we can do that yeah and then it's a, I suppose it's about keeping you know, like there'll be too many dairy fans travelling out there given the logistics of it all but it's it's about keeping that tie and the balance got into the second leg and then that's obviously down in Tala as well so if it is you would expect big numbers to travel down to Dublin for that ah you would like you would hope obviously it's, you would rather it was, it was in Derry and it would you would probably be able to sell the stadium at two or three times, whatever. Mm. So, but just with the logistics, you have to go to Dublin, and hopefully we can have the tie and the balance, and the fans can can roll us on to the next round. Yeah, obviously the belief has been key the whole way through this journey. Like, is is it still there? Do you still really believe that you can go on uh, and, and and go as far as you can this competition? Yeah, absolutely. It's, <laughs> we've it's been a couple of tough ties we've had already. I mean. Coops in the last round were a really good side and I don't think anybody would have fancied us to get through against them and we did so I, I have no idea if we're favourites or if we're underdogs in this tie but look, 
we're hoping that we can get through the tie and, and see where that takes us. Sorry, well, it's like obviously he's been he's been immense, hasn't he? Kier, since he's as unpacked since that Sligo debut, like he's been brilliant. Ah, uh, he's commanded them really well, and he, he he's taken the he's taken the city. He talks about that, you know. We we uh, I know haven't spoke to him about the whole homecoming that night. He says, "Look, don't get me wrong. We heard whispers, so a few players were chatting, saying there's a few people at the airport. But we didn't really believe it." He says, "But we know how much it means to the city, not just the homecoming, but." Just walking about the town, it's just the amount mm. of people, about the kids that are wearing Derry City jersey and whatever else. Like it just, you know, when you're in Scotland, it's it's you know Celtic Rangers or Hearts or Hubs or whatever. Mm. It's just just here, it's just full of Derry City. And that, that that's something that he's he's even talked about himself. Saying that's really encouraging, and you should have loved to see that. Like so, he said it on lovely, and uh, you can sort of see Keen Kevin now getting the few goals that he has got. Because he's getting wingers, Aye, he's getting exactly. them uh, for both sides. Exactly, yeah. like he set them up mm. against Coops with his crossing, and then out there uh, in Coops, it was it was Paul getting the wing, getting them crosses, and Ben Keane's getting the, his, his header up there, and Jimmy McGonagall but the same looking to get chances. It, it's it's a different. He's a different winger than Ryan Graydon. Yeah, uh, Graydon incidentally scored last night for Fleetwood. That, uh, uh, so it's good real. to see. Good to see mm. that, that he's he's settling over there well, but no, McMullen just a. He's a traditional winger, get the final whoop across him. And it's not just aimlessly, he seems to be picking balls out. His crosses are always on the great area or picking someone out, i.e. Patching, yeah. i.e. Keane Cabinet. Uh, it seems to become a, a bit of a fan's favourite. I think it was somebody mentioned that they were going to leave their, their, their wife for him. Uh, apparently, I've seen that. I've seen that. I don't know how that. Could, we want to keep him. Let's, let's, I, let's I, I tell Hebert now, we can't be, you know, be leaving wives from now. That's all we're saying. <laughs> but he's going to be a huge, uh, important sort of part of this. Obviously, they all singled him out as a, as a danger man because of his performances in the uh, against Coops, especially. Like, but um, hopefully, Fats is going to be. Uh, a bag available as well to even well, offer the hundred percent. But he is he's the man, like you know, in terms of when it comes to Europe, uh, Mickey Duffy also. But these experienced guys are going to have to come to the fore against this 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 team as well too. You know, it's not it's not going to be an easy one. And you know, ideally, you just want want it to be uh, you know a score draw, a draw, whatever it is. But just and the balance. Well, this is something I know that you're right. The the, the only thing is probably midfield and centre midfield. Mm. Is probably the most strongest position Derry has, as in personnel. Yeah. If if you do have uh, Fats out or or, or Domigan or both of them out, then you have Adam O'Reilly. People are sort mm. of half forgetting about his back on there. You've Diallo. You have obviously you've Patching. You know you you've, you've enough boys that are sort of in and around there and around that midfield, and players can switch about too. Like so, it's it's Ben Dorney who go on there too if need be. Mm. So no look. look uh, don't get me wrong, you want Domigan and you want Fats both to be fit, but I'm just saying, if there's one position, centre midfield is probably the position where Derry have got the, enough bodies, hopefully, touch wood, as they would say. Yeah. Well, I suppose we can we could wrap it up there. Um, and um, obviously, next week, I'll, I'm off on me. Oh, I'm fed well. up in Europe. I'm away to America. Over to America, exactly. <laughs> over to see Donald Trump and co. <laughs> so, uh, I think we'll, you'll be joined by Kevin I, and, and our, uh, our journal colleague. Uh, uh, Michael Walsall will be stepping up the plate and as long as he doesn't start talking about Gaelic or Hurling or something, oh, I mean, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Why is that by not going for a score when he's been through like you really mean? <laughs> and he's he's from Bambridge as well, too. Ah, so like he's not uh, having a lot of luck like <laughs> Yeah, but but uh, um obviously we'll we'll have reactions from from Kazakhstan and obviously uh I look forward and and, and Drogheda uh, and I'll, I'll look ahead the the next week's tie wherever that may be played. But um, we'll, we'll we'll finish this week's episode just with a, a couple of predictions. Ah, yeah, a couple man. of predictions of, of of Europe and league. We'll have to imagine like Drogheda too. Like well, we, we, should, we have to talk. Like Drogheda is, is humongous. It is. You know, it is. It we're is. all Europe, 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 and it is great. And don't get me wrong, you had to be focused in Europe. And Rory Higgins alludes to that when he done the other day before he started. He says, "I can't think ahead in our game. I'm no. focused on that." And I think we, in this case, with the podcast, we have to think ahead and go. Trotter, like no, Derry's down the fourth in the league. You know, we don't want to say that out loud, right. but you know these Pat's results. Going well. Pat's going well. You've big, big weekend. You've got uh, obviously Bowes are playing Pats. Mm-hmm. You've Shelburne playing Shamrock Rovers. So there's big games this weekend before Derry kick up on Sunday. So Sunday is also humongous for Derry. They, uh, 
plus the travelling back from Kazakhstan, all that, using the entire squad. Uh, so, look, I think it's big, but we'll start with a prediction for Europe, first of yeah, all. I suppose so. Well, that's, that's on me, isn't that's it? That's on you, that's on you. <laughs> like, you know, I, I would like to point out that last week I did state a score draw, and you went, I get have off the fence. Uh, and give me it. So, I, I think you're fine. I'm going with score draw. I got that up last week, so you can't slag me. Well, a score draw. Well, I, I'm going to go... I, I just think... We'll be doing well. They 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 keep it within a goal or, or so, or just keep it keep it even like out there. Especially if if these guys that he, he at, at, up front, the Ivory Coast figure you mentioned, you know, if, if they are uh, of that standard, like so, I I think I'd be happy with it. Was like a if it, if it was one 0 you know, even if we were chasing a one 0 deficit and bringing it back, like I, I but I'm, I'm gonna go. I know it's a terrible prediction, like, but I'm gonna go one 0 the Togo. Unbelievable. I have to be like, you can't just I know, back there. I know thing. what you're saying. 100% <laughs> agree. But at least I went with a draw last week. So, you know, I, I know what you're saying. A 2-1 or a one nil defeat. It's not the end of the world. No. It's, it's, it's getting it's rid alive. of your rumble. Exactly. It ties alive. And because we haven't seen much of them, there's no denying that. Mm. Uh, even on Sunday when they played in the league game, by all accounts, they, their entire the 11 yeah. wasn't the team that played against Basel second league. So that says it all. They, like, have, they haven't, like, Set the word like, like the no, league, they're suffering like suffer in the league, like so they're not really doing that. But because of that, and because of the confidence in the dairy team and the belief, and and as Rory Higgins says, you know, you only love once, and these chances don't come around. I'm going to go a draw. I'm going to go a score draw. Oh, away from home. What's the I'm result? Gonna, I'm going to go. I'm going to go two each. Two each. Two each. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a wee bit basketball material. Not as bananas as Finland was. Because that was bananas. Aye. But I'm going to go two each. That would be a great result. Like, um, they bring back. And now, Drogheda. Which, to be honest, because uh, I'm very greedy and I want the league. Uh, this is a bigger match to me than Sunday. To be brutally honest. Sunday is bigger That's than Friday night. Uh, because the league is the beyond end as far as mm. I'm concerned. So... And it's always difficult to get drawn away. Always, uh, Frankly, the matches the brandy one. If it hadn't been down there, I'd have been really panicking. I'm not saying I'm not panicking because it's at home, but at least it's at home. But I'm going to go for a narrow 1 0 uh, against Drogheda uh, uh, on Sunday night. As I came, Dorney was, was subject to, uh, you know, interest from Cork, Cork as well, too, recently. So maybe, maybe his head's turned slightly. Here's what. <laughs> but um, no, that's all. It's the. the as you say, like thankfully it's at the brand well, they don't have an extra bit of travelling they do, but it all just depends on how Thursday night or Thursday afternoon goes, uh, in terms of the bodies available and stuff like that. And I know where he says he doesn't look ahead beyond the, the next game, but he'll be looking if it's still on the balance the the the, the following Thursday in terms of his team selection. Like so, um, it just all depends on that. But I think. If the buzz is still around the brand, they will a good European result. Then there's only one re- result that's going to happen there. I would say like it's, it's, the, the crowd will have a massive part to play in that one. So, no, I'm going to go keep it keep it going. I'm going to go two 0 Derry City in that one. Right, well, folks, that's brilliant. Hey, that's the predictions of both Europe and uh, uh, domestically on Sunday against Drogheda. Thanks for listening and. Uh, Maybe Simon, you'll listen to us next week. I'll hundred percent be tuning in from the states. Exactly, send him WhatsApp, slagging both <laughs> me and Mick. But listen, thanks very much for tuning in, folks, and uh, chat these next week. We'd like to thank the children of Greenhall Primary School for the podcast jingle. And any city fans out there with anything they want to ask us, they can email us simon.collins at dairyjournal.com or myself, kevin.mcgohan at dairyjournal.com. Also, keep an eye on social media on Twitter at dairyjournal and on Instagram at DairyJournal underscore. Make sure you like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a beat as we follow the fortunes of Dairy City Football Club.